This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, just before the break, we were chatting with Adrian Carr, a Vancouver City Councillor, putting forward a motion. It passed unanimously to have staff look at ways to divest from fossil fuels and to report back with options and timelines for the City of Vancouver to do that. Well, let's bring in Stuart Muir. He is the CEO of ResourceWorks and joins me on the line now. Stuart Muir, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you, Simi. It's actually Jill filling in today. Oh, Jill, pardon me. <laughs> That's <Good> okay. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, we've seen some others, uh, UBC looking at this as well. Uh, Adrian Carr's motion, I think the latest one. What do you think of these places and now most recently Vancouver City Council looking to divest in fossil fuels? Yeah, well, they kind of already did that, I guess, by not having a snow removal fleet burning fossil fuels. But um, all joking aside, I, I think that there is a role for the climate policy in Canada that is held by the federal government. Primarily, they have the international agreements. They're the ones who are tasked with delivering on all of these policies. It's a right and proper role for them. I think when we see municipalities sort of dabbling in this, when the real job is to make uh, transit work and have transit, make the city walkable, build better neighborhoods. Um, but instead, they're going into divestment to antagonize uh, big companies uh, that everyone depends on for daily life. Um, you know, we had 10 years of an activist government in Vancouver City Hall that got thrown out on their ear. Uh, is that really what uh, residents want more of when, you know, we see this sort of uh, tilting at windmills? Because it's not going to make a darn bit of difference, except for, I guess, feeling good. Um you know, Jill, recently, anyone driving down, uh, you know, fr- from Coquitlam, Burnaby to Vancouver would have noticed some destruction to construction last year. That was Fortis, B.C., renewing a 20-kilometer stretch of gas pipeline. You know, there's a big company. That's the kind of company that Adrian Carr sh- says should be demonized and criticized. You know, we have neighbors, we all do, and friends who work for this good company. It produces dividends that are very solid for people in their retirement portfolios. Uh, why, why persecute them? They are allowing us to have a, a cleaner form of energy in our daily lives. Uh, what is the purpose of this? That's what I don't understand, frankly. Uh, does it send the message, though, when places will divest or look at uh, renewables and cleaner energy options? Does it send the message to the bigger companies that they need to also diversify and make sure that's part of what they're doing on a bigger a bigger scale? Well, it's kind of a mixed message. You know, we're, we're going to um, insist that we sell your awful company shares because we don't want anything to, to do with you. And by the way, could you improve your practices? Um, kind of a mixed message for corporate Canada to hear, I think, when, when you have that. In fact, uh, example, uh, Suncor, uh, aren't they installing uh, electric vehicle charging posts uh, across Canada in a network so you can now drive? I'm not sure if it's all the way across Canada, but, but they've just done that. Um, not because they had to. They, they did it because they wanted to, and it's the right thing to do. So um, this it seems to be working. Um, you know, the cold snap, uh, not, not just snow removal, but, you know, these, these bitter cold temperatures, it reminded us that uh, we really do rely on, on the hydrocarbons that have to be managed. We have a gas system. So Fortis has made this big investment in a new, uh, a new system. It has the potential to carry other kinds of gases, even hydrogen gas in the future. Certainly renewable natural gas can go through that. So why would you, you know, sort of persecute and, and call out a company that's doing the right thing 
so that decades into the future, we can deliver renewable natural gas in, in some quantity. It, I don't think it'll ever be more than 15% based on what we know today, but you know, we can certainly mix and diversify. We can improve carbon capture. We can do things in the upstream where the gas comes from. It's, by the way, BC's got some of the cleanest natural gas in the world in terms of low CO2 coming out of the ground, low sulfur in, in places. And we should be you know, appreciating that. Um, instead, stigmatizing it, uh, it just seems uh, surreal. Um, is, that, is that what City Hall is there to do? You know, right now, uh, people, people want to be able to get around and uh, can't do that. that. That's where the focus should be. They want to have denser neighborhoods. You know, the Green Party, I think, a lot of people think it's a, sort of green, but it seems more conservative. You know, the, the approach to livable neighborhoods and density, uh, what's that about? You know, if we really want to change how people live, let them live in the center of the city and not drive around all the time. Uh, and I mean, it does come on. Uh, this is a council as well that wrote a letter to the big oil companies uh, wanting to hold them accountable for climate change. Uh, does that do anything other than than perhaps annoy the big companies? Well, I think it annoys uh, you know ordinary uh, workers, and a lot of a lot of Albertans have canceled things like weddings and and, and ski holidays in in BC. It certainly accomplishes that. I don't think that was the goal at all. But um, it, it, you know we. The reality is that 80% of the energy we use in our energy-intensive lives and civilization does come, approximately 80, from, from so-called fossil fuels or, or hydrocarbons. And um, we can't just, you know, drop doing that. So alternatives, yes, uh, mitigation, uh, carbon capture and storage and sequestration is, is really important, planting trees. Of course, you know, we're talking about all these things. Everyone knows this nowadays. We all know this. Um, that's the stuff we got to do. And the companies that are leading the way, you know, have got... Uh, I think Enbridge, there's a company, it's got a huge uh, distribution network in BC. Uh, less people work for Enbridge in BC. It used to be Spectra, huge company. Uh, they're into wind farms and stuff like that. They they also have um, in the upstream where the, we're talking about, say, gasoline and diesel, not just natural gas. We are leading the way. Of course, it's not perfect, but we're leading the way in our practices because we have regulations, laws, and a desire to improve the efficiency of how oil is extracted and moved and and used ultimately you know cars 10 years ago a car buy a new car uh compared to that same model today you know corolla you'd be i'm not sure the exact number but it's astonishing how efficient these internal combustion cars are getting so that's happening and then you've got you know people want to get an electric car and the government's giving them funding to do that which is great um so lots of things are happening so this sort of departure into, okay, now let's uh, down tools and just start, uh, uh, you know, uh, accusing corporations of, of being bad when, you know, by what measure are they deserving of this treatment? Uh, you know, the, these, these uh, campaigns to impel city councils to do this thing come from a very small segment of lobbying. Uh, a lot of it derived from, uh, frankly, organizations that that uh, see vancouver as being sort of a an easy place to because of our our wonderful outlook on life our relaxed way of life an easy place to sort of seed and, and propel forward uh campaigns like this so that others can imitate them i think that's the strategy here and Canada, vancouver is always willing to to adopt these measures so i guess that's that's life in vancouver but All right. does it help yeah how does what does it do for our taxes that's all good questions, but Stuart, we are out of time at this point. We'll have to have you on again to talk about this, but thank you so much for coming on the program today. That was so Stuart Muir, the CEO of ResourceWorks.